0: I'm Jordan Ferguson.
1: And I'm Kate McKinnon.
0: And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast.
1: This episode of the Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My
0: name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: This is episode one seventeen. Yeah, and a bit, and we are here for you to talk about stuff. All the stuff. All the stuff. So much stuff. Um, if you want to listen to us talking about stuff before this stuff, then you can uh, just head on over to SoundCloud where we live and check out all our old episodes.
0: SoundCloud.com slash We've talked about a lot of stuff.
1: Uh, a lot. Sometimes we don't even know we've talked about stuff. And then people <laughs> text us about the stuff. And I'm like, huh? They're
0: like mad. <laughs> you already talked about that stuff. And I'm like, listen, that was like. A million episodes ago,
1: or they want to talk to me about the stuff we talked about, and I don't remember talking about that stuff, and I have to just guess.
0: The second Caitlin leaves this apartment, it's like literally like a canary getting a blanket put over its cage. It's like it just didn't exist, didn't happen. She doesn't re- remember what happened.
1: No, I mean I gotta make make my way home on my <laughs> own. <laughs> I think there are very important things I need to remember. <laughs> um, while you were there at SoundCloud, you can, if you want, subscribe. And get a notification that there's a new episode.
0: You could do that.
1: You could, if you wanted. Um, But if you're like, ugh, that's so many buttons. And, like, I have to come to you when you guys tell me that there's a new episode. I don't want to do that.
0: Listen, I have commitment issues. I've never been in a long-term relationship. I cannot... Just subscribe. I can't I can't make... I have too much going on. I cannot make this commitment to you, Geek Down Podcast. I cannot go to SoundCloud every week. Or... I have a recreational handball league.
1: <laughs> or I don't like SoundCloud's aesthetic.
0: <laughs> SoundCloud goes against my aesthetic.
1: Yeah. And I don't want people seeing that I have it open on my fancy iPhone.
0: What will the people at the axe-throwing league think <laughs> when they see that... That orange just all up on my phone.
1: Like who even goes to SoundCloud? They
0: might think I'm an Android user.
1: Horror of horrors. Um, So if you don't want that to happen to you and that is something that concerns you, you can actually hit the Apple Podcast button.
0: You should already feel comfortable because it will bear that familiar logo that you're so familiar with.
1: It has been ingrained on your mind and your heart.
0: If you can make that one small step, that tiny bit of commitment. Your first step on a journey to a better you by going to SoundCloud and clicking that button that takes you to Apple Podcasts, and then clicking subscribe again. Friends, it seems like a lot, but you will be rewarded because you're man's Chauncey, Frostilicus the Third, the geek down internet elf will start delivering you fresh episodes every week.
1: He will, he will ride the currents of wind, the warm the warm wind from the south. Ah,
0: they're coming in. Yeah, it's warming up in Toronto.
1: He will ride them to you. He will take a Geek Down episode out of his pack of Geek Down episodes, and he will slowly and gently, almost sensually, but not if you're not into that, put that episode into your ear.
0: He's going to ghost ride the whip on the rainbow of friendship. Yeah. yeah. All the way to your Lakeshore condominium <laughs> that you cannot afford.
1: No. Because you don't have a real job. <laughs>
0: Jordan, why are you ever going to buy a condo? Uh, to quote Mitch Hedberg, because I don't go to the Home Depot. I go to the Apartment Depot. <laughs> it's just an empty warehouse with a bunch of people standing around going, we ain't got to fix shit.
1: Exactly. I feel like we should just have a podcast where we make fun of hipsters because that's all we do.
0: We're very good at it. We we never discuss it before we get on mic and it always just comes in real organically once the two of us get going because we're filled with rage.
1: But really, all we want to let you know is that there are ways for you to listen to the podcast.
0: You can listen to the podcast that way. If you're a hipster and you would take any issue with the uh, assessment of your lifestyle that Caitlin and I have, we don't care, but you could get at us.
1: In many different ways. On the socials. Um... The uh, very hipster way at Instagram, um, at GeekdownPod. Yes. Or via Twitter, at GeekdownPod. Get up off Twitter. Or by email.
0: I mean, you're not going to. No. But you could send us an email, geekdownpod at gmail.com.
1: Um, and you're definitely not going to do this this way because you've already abandoned your account uh, <laughs> and become a better person um, and told everyone on Twitter about it. You could get at us at Facebook, on our Facebook page. Which is www.facebook.com
0: forward slash Geek Down Pod. It's, it's where all the, the 60% closed strip mall of social media.
1: Yeah. But, but it, like, it's still there. They still have some gems there.
0: It smells a little off. Definitely do not use the bathrooms.
1: What? The bathrooms are fine. At Facebook? Yeah. Mm. Facebook mall? Yeah.
0: I mean. They're okay. Lay something down.
1: You know what it needs? It needs one of those sanitizing sprays, but only the new, like, the Twitter mall has that. (laughs) Facebook mall does not have that. God. You need a little germ, some germs to, like, improve your immune system.
0: That didn't even exist in Windsor, by the way. I had to come to Toronto to find public toilets with, like, the 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 spritzer. Oh,
1: there's only a couple of them, and I love them.
0: And I just uh, have... takes pe- special people coming over for me to clean my own toilet, but I, mean, but I love cleaning the fuck out of a public toilet. Oh. I'm like, whoa, I'm going to make this fucker stuff. My ass is going to be so so pristine when I sit on this thing. Uh,
1: But yeah, and if you like what you hear so far- and you're Why like, would you? You know what? These people need. They need some change, and I'm going to throw it at them. And also, my pockets are heavy, and my wallet hurts. I have it's hurting too my butt.
0: much money. I give no thought- to what I'm buying at the grocery store. I'm just throwing shit in the cart. I don't even look at the price.
1: Yeah. If you're like that. The
0: pause was because Caitlin doesn't even understand what that life would be. Would no. Be
1: like. I'm always, even when we go to like, we'll go to Fortino's for, it's like blah Fortino's? For for our produce because we want it to last a while, right? But I always have to get stuff on sale and like Chris will put something in the cart and I'm like, do we have a coupon for
0: that? Good Lord, Fortino's. <laughs> um, just funny. for produce. It's funny. The real talk moment. I saw a tweet where it was like somebody was like. Everyone I know who's been poor and is now not, yeah, I asked them the moment they realized they weren't that poor anymore, and they were like, grocery shopping.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, we still do, like, the majority of our grocery shopping is either food basics or uh, no frills. And then... Because we found that like food basics and no frills, like their produce doesn't last very long. Yeah. Also, strawberries are quitters because we can't buy strawberries because we're not rich enough.
0: I don't know. I got some blueberries in there that have been holding tight for... Blueberries
1: are fine. Strawberries are quitters. Strawberries don't are buy stra- strawberries. They will get moldy like immediately. Mm. They're quitters. And we are not rich enough to be able to eat strawberries right away. <laughs> Gotta save those things. Um, we will go to Fortino's to get, to get produce so it lasts longer.
0: I made like the biggest... Me goreng noodle stir fry this week.
1: Yeah,
0: not because you know I wanted to eat the vegetables. The vegetables were not beating me this week. It was not happening. You were like, no. It's like, no. I'm gonna eat you. I'm gonna eat all of you. Fuck it. I'm chopping you all up. You're all going in a stir fry. <laughs> and
1: was it? You're delicious? not gonna. You're
0: not gonna be my fat ass tax this week. Well, Of course it was because it was made with me goreng noodles. I draw your attention behind you. Ooh. How stacking bricks of me goreng noodles over oh, there. My God. Show, they showed they? up at the no frills and I was like, yes, sir, we are caking up. You can see photos of me growing noodles on the <laughs> Instagram, actually. <laughs> like we are caking up me growing noodles here in this in this podcast empire.
1: Well, as we're getting back to it, if you find yourself at a loblaws and you're doing all your shopping at the loblaws, you oh. probably suffer from too much money, Idis.
0: Currency extremists.
1: Currency extremists, that's the one. All these fancy names for these conditions. Too
0: much money
1: and it hurts
0: and you might think there's no alternative there's no treatment that things will never improve
1: i saw on facebook a whole thing about how too much money in your pocket hurts your spinal cord right it, it your
0: wallet gets too if your wallet's too fat and you're sitting on it listen i'm low key believe i have a friend whose father had to have a hip replacement because he was like worked for the town and like drove around a lot and always hips Kick to that one side from that fat dad wall, Custanza wall, he had in his ass.
1: Yeah, so ass
0: pocket, not in his ass. But so,
1: so you you think there's nothing that you can do? But there is.
0: There are serious risks you have to be concerned about. And damn it, we are here to help you.
1: Always help. We are helpers. You
0: don't have to live like this anymore. No. You can give money to us.
1: The Geek Down Podcast
0: at our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/GeekDownPod.
1: There's stuff there too. Sometimes it's not just like a. a- a dish that you're throwing money into, or a <laughs> pond, or it's not, it's a, not a wishing a well.
0: You're not like just throwing money at this thing and hoping something happens. Actual things happen.
1: Yeah, we. I've gotten a chair. We got gotten, gotten a mixer,
0: so you can have drops.
1: We we are spending money on SoundCloud hosting.
0: We did. We just did. We just paid for SoundCloud hosting again. Just did it from aided and abetted by your generous donations.
1: And we're setting up for a big microphone so that we can have guests on the show
0: that don't sound like they're in a shoebox.
1: No. Or accompanied
0: that. by lots of, you know, thudding and rumbling from moving mics around.
1: Um they're uh, and we're doing it all for you.
0: What do you find on the Patreon page? Sometimes you find bonus episodes. Sometimes you find show notes. Sometimes you find previews. Sometimes you get the geek down playlist, which I'm just not uh, doing anymore until uh, someone remembers.
1: I forgot about it. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. I'm just
0: not doing it anymore.
1: You'll get a playlist soon, guys.
0: Still, she does one. I don't even think. I think all of y'all just gave up. I don't even think any of you are listening to it anymore. But
1: you are. I'm sure you are. And every week, you go hoping to find Caitlin's playlist, and it's never there. Huh? Like, like dad leaving you at soccer. Wow. fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just that kind of episode, guys.
0: <laughs> Shots to the <laughs> broken families
1: <laughs> hey. in
0: the listenership.
1: This hey, game. you're a broken family. I'm a broken family. Up top. Nice.
0: I am not. I'm just loveless. Jokes.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <I> got dark. <laughs> Joking. Love um, you, mom and dad. Um, no. Know what mine is? It's that Japanese um thing where you uh you fix something with gold. Have you seen that? No. It's this whole, like... Ancient art tradition of. Wait,
0: it sounds vaguely familiar. When but.
1: when like a, a cup a teacup breaks, yes. instead of throwing it out, they they fix it with gold, right? Um, because they have now improved it and made it better and even Se- more beautiful.
0: Celebrating the cracks, yeah. that have formed.
1: That's my family. Okay. Um. But enough about my family. Hey. Let's get out there into the worlds of our adopted families, also known as fandoms.
0: Well, we got to get the chit chat out of the way for the people first.
1: Oh, is there chit chat?
0: Um, I have to talk about two things in specific. One thing I already talked about with Caitlin at breakfast because we went for breakfast today, so we're a little because
1: we're friends for
0: little grogs. Friends first,
1: friends first, then hosts or hose.
0: (laughs) When I say say at (laughs) breakfast, friends before hosts.
1: And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just say friends before hose? Mm -hmm. Because
0: Caitlin's basically saying she would abandon me for hose (laughs) in a heartbeat. Um, so. It kind of folds into like two things. One, like book season is here. I need to get to work. Okay. I need to start working on on new book. Yeah. And part of that as well, um, I was thinking, I've just been thinking because old, old girl here.
1: And I'm, he's, I'm, he's, I'm he's rubbing, caressing, rubbing the iPad, caressing his iPad. She's like
0: five, six years old. At she's, this got, point.
1: she's got some age lines.
0: She's got, she got a crack. She's got a lines. ding up here in the corner. She's got a hairline crack going through the screen. She works.
1: And she but she doesn't as update. You can, as you can
0: see. But we're not on an iOS 11. Like we're still on 10. Like we have hit the wall. Like that's yeah. the last update it's ever going to get. So I had already been thinking. And then our Demon Lords in Cupertino uh announced this you know, latest iPad in 2018, really aimed at the you know, education.
1: Yeah, the market. youngins. They're kind
0: of splitting towards, like, the Pro. Right. Which is, like, basically the size of my fucking laptop monitor. Um,
1: no one needs a TV that size right? in their bag.
0: And then they had the Mini, which never made any sense to me. It's just basically, like, a, a phone. It's like a, and, you know, with the phones getting that big, what was the point? But this one is, like, basically the same size as mine. Maybe half an inch smaller. Uh, I actually haven't done that level of research on it yet. But aimed at students, meaning it was going to be cheaper. Okay. It was going to be four twenty nine Canadian. Right. I have hookups in the education industry. Ding ding. That will assist me in getting this even cheaper. Okay. dollars three ninety nine. Yeah. So I'm probably going to be pulling the trigger on that this week, as much as I don't want to, because Caitlin and I both.
1: We talked about how much it hurts. Oh
0: god! Just I have to hate like buy. Money.
1: I have to buy pants. Like I'm running out of pants. Like this one. The yep. ones I'm wearing have a hole. Yeah. Yo,
0: you buy that milk bag organizer yet? I did. What? I did. Pause. What? <laughs> <laughs> put the brakes on everything for a second folks what
1: <laughs> i did it. how did you not tell the
0: people about I'm this
1: i'm so sorry um yeah i like found one for like cheaper than the one i was going <laughs> to buy and i did it i bought like that and um something i needed for my back health um Jeez. which is basically so what happened was i was like okay so i have to order this thing anyways and it's going to be cheaper on amazon um, and I looked some other places and they were pretty expensive and I did find it cheaper on Amazon. It's basically like a long pool noodle but thicker. Mm. Um, and it's so I can do certain types of stretches um, because I have insurance and my osteopath is like, you're a mess. <laughs> Please fix yourself. So she gave me like things to do, but I really needed this tool to help. So I was like, okay, I'm ordering it anyways and I'm doing it for my health. And this so thing's sitting in my cart. So,
0: so you could like. You could cross that bridge much more easily because that's like, that's for my health.
1: It's for my health. She's very much like, you can roll up like a yoga mat, but it's not as Mm. good and it won't help with the the stretching and the seizing of your hips and stuff. So So you're
0: already in the door, wallet out for health-related reasons.
1: And... It's just sitting there. It's like the only thing in there. Milk bag
0: organizer is like, yo, I've been here since like
1: for like weeks, for like weeks. February. Like, yeah. like I've been here for a long time. I was like, okay, I found one for cheaper. There's like two you left. Still look for cheaper. <laughs> so I, I did it, and then it came. And I was really excited, and then I waited and waited and waited and waited, and they canceled my order for the back ruley thing. <laughs> Because they didn't, couldn't get them anymore. Oh
0: my god! They're like,
1: oh, sorry. And I was like, ah. But at least I have a milk organizer.
0: Yeah, the milk bags are mad organized right now. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, we hate spending money, and I'm even like, you know, I'm gonna save thirty, forty bucks through my, you know, Education Connect. I got gift cards for major Canadian retailers. And I was so-
1: talking about like, I need, I need pants, like. Yeah. Like there's holes and stuff and like a l- loops are broken and it's like they're falling apart and I cannot do it.
0: Like that. The the also hook with the new one that they've done is like they it supports the Apple Pencil, which is their like super right. stylus, Yeah. That they've come up with, um, which previously only worked on with the pro models. Right. And I'm like, man, I really hate highlighting PDFs with my finger. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. Uh, like I a got, pleb. I got a lot of PDFs to read
1: <laughs> yeah, for
0: research for this book. And I'm just like, all oh, oh, that could be awesome. And if I ever, you know, learn how to be an adult and do my taxes properly, I could probably write it off at tax time. Yeah. Um. So for all those reasons, like I should get this thing. I still hate it, but I mean, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um. So, no, sorry if you loved record talk, you're not going to be getting. You're uh, going to be hearing updates from the home of HESA, Cosmos Records for a few. <laughs> for a few. I
1: think you're dead. He's probably going to send someone around to your apartment. And being mean, like, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. He's probably died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Deska. um. <laughs> Make sure I don't own a cat that's eaten my face. So I was already thinking about this, but what really nudged me over the edge, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be so fabulous, you guys. So I work at Major Canadian Retailer. Yeah, Major Canadian Retailer carries a bunch of stuff.
1: Yes. Part
0: of what they carry as well are magazines. Uh-huh. One of the magazines Major Canadian Retailer car- carries is Monocle Magazine. Do yes. You, oh, you're familiar with Monocle.
1: Oh, yes. That's my Monocle bobbing.
0: Have you ever known anyone who read Monocle magazine regularly, or like was a subscriber? And how many pairs of corduroy slacks did they
1: own? <laughs> um, I may know one person. You can probably read my mind about who possibly it is.
0: If you have no, like, you'll just see Monocle and you'll be like, "What is this magazine? Is this a travel magazine? Is this a design magazine? Is right. it a lifestyle magazine? It is clearly a white magazine for people with, you know." I, I picture the most monocle subscribers as like leather chukka boots, corduroy slacks, burnt orange sweater, maybe with like a white checkered button up underneath. No tie, though, because they're not too stuffy. No, no, not too Um, stuffy.
1: Unless it's like a a fun tie.
0: Yes. Definitely a beard.
1: Oh, absolutely. Definitely a
0: beard. Definitely glasses. Definitely their outerwear is probably like a military style um olive flak jacket type of thing, but like it costs eighteen hundred dollars. probably.
1: Um, but everywhere else it costs like forty. But if
0: you go to like Kensington Market in the Army surplus store, you get yeah. it for thirty five dollars. Yeah. Um that's the monocle <laughs> reader. Uh huh. Um no shots.
1: But no shots but shots.
0: But maybe a couple shots. Um anyway. As a thank you to retailers. Yeah. Monocle, like the person working on refilling the magazines one night came over to me and was like, this was just in one of the boxes. Like, and I read it, and it's like, as a thank you to retail, a thank you to retailers from your friends at Monocle. And there were five of them. One everybody on the crew got one that night. Kate? Yeah. Friends, you may not know this about me. Your man's loves a good bag.
1: Yes. Oh! <gasps> Oh. So there's my. five
0: of these tote bags.
1: That's a pretty swanky tote bag. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh God, I'm knocking shit. It's like, you know, military green.
1: Yeah. The inside is that extra inside
0: pockets in oh my gosh. yellow.
1: And fucking fancy. What's this side zipper? What's a side zipper for?
0: Side pocket. Side pocket on the side.
1: What? What?
0: It's just like a tote bag, like a shopping bag.
1: That is the fanciest tote bag I've ever seen.
0: And like I looked, I saw the tag in it, and said rutote.jp. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is a Japanese manufacturer." These fuckers retail for like forty dollars.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: And Monica'll just be giving them away five five at a time. Wow! (laughs) To people. And like everybody else on the team that night was like real nonchalant about this. It's like, oh, it's a bag. I'm like, y'all fucker. Get, hey,
1: if you don't want you, yours, you ain't
0: gonna keep it. Hand it over. But yo,
1: it's pretty swanky for a tote. When it's
0: research era, yeah. and I'm going out to the library and
1: getting with, all your books with the
0: books I need, yeah, and my iPad down the side and my iPad pencil, my Apple pencil down the side, walking through these the streets of Toronto with
1: your monocle with bag, fancy
0: green monocle what bag, it
1: say? monocle. Keeping an eye on the world.
0: A global briefing on affairs, business, culture, design, and all you need in life.
1: <laughs> Shots.
0: But you you make a good bag.
1: I was about to say, at least I gave you a nice bag, though.
0: <laughs> so head, head out to, the, there's actually a storefront in College Street. Have you ever seen it?
1: What? Oh,
0: yeah. There's like a monocle store. in Toronto. What? Yep.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mad Bougie.
0: Wow. I love a good bag. What do you want from me?
1: You're allowed to.
0: I'll post photos of the fancy bag.
1: Yeah, maybe Please not. Do. Maybe
0: not till after I, get, I so get my iPad. I have
1: to say, my the fanciest um, bag I own is the well, fancy kind of. It's the ba- my bag from the Strand in New York. Oh, really? Um,
0: Travi's actually at the Strand What? Because we record this. What? Yeah, Travy like took his brother to New York or something.
1: Oh my gosh! I we love the posted Strand.
0: Posted a video from the Strand yesterday.
1: Um. So I love the Strand and I fell in love with it. Um the first time I had ever been to New York, which when I was like 22. And um I got a bag there and I used it until literally it was like threadbare like it was, it was dirty. There was like you know, Toronto is kind of dirty. Oh uh, yeah. Um and so yeah, I I and I got a new one. It was an Edward Gorey one and I when I go to the library, I take my strand bag and I feel all fancy. Like just He's still feel talking feel about the
0: bag. Feel it, so. Kate.
1: Yeah, it's a very hardy material. It's real durable. Like- it's very durable. I really love these pockets. I love pockets. Love
0: pockets. I love
1: tea, pockets, mysteries, <laughs> and old people.
0: Apparently the side zipper pocket, that's like their signature, right? That's why it's the Ru Tote. It's like oh, a pouch like kangaroo. Oh,
1: like a kangaroo. Get into
0: tote.jp. The site will be in Japanese and make no sense and I don't think they ship overseas but
1: but check it out anyways because then you can be up with monocle
0: <laughs> help yourself to a monocle subscription and maybe you'll get one of these as well yeah news news caitlin
1: i don't know if there's anything going to be as exciting as that bag though.
0: probably not <laughs> caitlin
1: yes jordan
0: some battles are perpetual absolutely hatfields and the mccoys yeah light versus darkness
1: yes always
0: gi joe and cobra autobots and decepticons always fuckery and basic human decency.
1: Always at odds.
0: Always be at war with each other.
1: Must There must be a balance.
0: And the war rages on, Caitlin.
1: Of course it does. Between
0: fuckery and basic human decency.
1: We have not reached uh, Star Trek level utopia yet.
0: But there are some heroes out there. So, our friend, not at all. Never want to even speak to this person. Friend of me. Richard Meyer, proprietor of the Diversity in Comics
1: YouTube channel and Twitter feed,
0: has, after you know his years of just bemoaning the ever inclusive nature of mainstream comic books, Uh has decided if nobody's going to make the comics he wants to make, yeah, he's going to make them himself.
1: Oh God! And people I, i already know the ending to this story.
0: So he put it up on, well, I mean, a, co- a couple things happened. And I'm not going to go through all this. I mean, if I ever remember to do show notes for an episode again, I can post a link to this story, which is on Bleeding Cool. Right. About this latest venture of his called Jawbreakers. I don't know what it's about. I don't care.
1: Nope.
0: I'm sure it looks like something a Rob Liefeld understudy made in
1: 1993. three <laughs> dog, So come back what it'll come back
0: what'll come back
1: (laughs) probably filled
0: oh you got something for him too oh yeah oh man it's it's the Rob Liefeld show y'all um of course featuring a you know cover by Ethan Van Shiver Uh,
1: uh, more
0: about him in a moment um and of course because everything is awful uh this project raised $250,000 from 6,500 people on a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo or whatever speculation that maybe this has just been people buying multiple copies to try and you know have the bullet point that it's like, you know, the most successful comic fundraiser because, like, Gail Simone previously held that yeah. title. I um, roll. And thwarting women is always a banner day for this crowd. Jesus.
1: There's this, every sorry, anytime we talk about fuckery or weebs or whatever, all I can think of is the vine going, All women ghostbusters? That's impossible. And then I'm an adult, I'm an adult Virgin. virgin.
0: Um. So, they had found a publisher for this. Okay, yes. Antarctic Press was going to put this out. Antarctic Press, which I believe is still run by a guy named Ben Dunn, who, like, if you're an old-timey Anime North convention goer, congoer, yeah. you remember Ben Dunn being there, like, every year. Right. Because um, uh, Ninja High School, I think, was, like, when nobody knew what the fuck manga was, yes. Ben Dunn was making manga-style comic books and doing the odd translation for right. his publisher, Antarctic Press. Antarctic Press puts out a bunch of stuff, pro-conservative comics,
1: mm-hmm.
0: liberal comics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, long story short, like I said, you can go to the article if you want to read this because I am not a journalist. I don't need to be fair and balanced. Um, and I clearly no. do not care about these people or well, their artistic efforts. No, so. if-
1: no offense to journalists, but most of them are fair and balanced now anyways.
0: Um, but, you know, in the interest of full disclosure, I will post the link to this this bleeding cool article, which they probably hate as well and don't think is fair and balanced, but I'm not devoting any more of my breath to their comings and goings, but
1: yeah.
0: long and the short of it is a professional comic writer, Mark Wade. Yeah. Wasn't even trying to like do a thing. He was just kind of like, he reached out to Antarctic press yeah. and was like, do what you want. I just feel I need to verify that, you know, who you're getting into business with. Right. Cause um, so it turns out Ben Dunn being like, you know, Ben Dunn looked 40, when I saw him at Anime North in 2000, yeah. So I mean, surprise to no one, homie ain't got a real huge social media presence. No, so he doesn't know who the fuck this guy is. It's just somebody yeah. came with the money and wanted to put the book out, and he was like, "All right, He's fine, like, sure,
1: it. yeah."
0: Um, and then within like 15 minutes of seeing who these people were, he was like, "Soft pass." The book is still going to come out because oh, I forgot. This article just had like a just a huge greatest hits of uh of Myers, you know, assessments on comic professionals, right? phrase come dumpster figures a lot so the book is still coming out because all the diversity and comic folks have started their own company called i don't know spoopy splato spadang comics i don't know i don't care um
1: and also there is no god or justice
0: <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna come out and that may seem like dark times but at the end of the day you know we do support free speech yeah ultimately you can say whatever the hell you want part of free speech means that some people don't have to listen to you no And don't have to support you. Like new Geek Down Hero, Danica LeBlanc, owner of Edmonton's Variant Edition Comics. Cool. Who said, hey, if you pre-order this book, sure, we'll get it in for you. But this garbage is not taking up any real estate on our shelves.
1: Which is what you're allowed to do if it's your store.
0: And if it's free country. Yeah. You're allowed to do what you want. Now... There have been other stores. This is not the only store that has gone publicly and said this was the first one I saw and that I paid more closer attention to because they were Canadian. Right. And surprise to no one.
1: Oh, well, Jordan.
0: <laughs> they've taken this news very well and have said, I respect your decision.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, they no, haven't. They didn't. They've been harassing them <laughs> like crazy well, I was and gonna... putting one star reviews on Yelp and Facebook. I and was
1: going that. to say, not only did they say, we don't want. This comic taking up space on our shelves. She's also a woman. She sounds like a woman. She's the name of a woman.
0: It seems, seems to be
1: so. It's basically just drawing a target on the, yourself. The,
0: the CBC has a photo of her. Yes, I'd say I'd say that's a woman. Oh yeah,
1: yep, yeah. no. Nope.
0: That's someone who identifies as a woman. So, um, the official statement on Variant Editions Twitter was: We will not be stalking the upcoming Antarctic Press. This was still when it was coming out on, on Antarctic Jawbreakers on shelf. It does not appeal to our demographic, and we will not actively support colleagues. Mm. Sorry, we will not actively support creators who have promoted harm to friends, colleagues, and strangers. Prepaid orders will be accepted for those interested. You are free to come in, put your money down, yep. say, order this book in for me. They'd be happy to do it. Yep. They know their audience. They know the people who come into their store and browse. They ain't gonna be browsing for this book. Nope. So why the fuck are they gonna get it? Yep. In the interest of fairness. <laughs> Let the marketplace decide. Fuck y'all.
1: Well, they are kind of the marketplace. Yeah, part of it.
0: The marketplace has decided yes that they don't want it. So of course, there have been things where like a dude came in with a camera and was like filming them and like hollering about why aren't you getting this book? And you know, I'm your demographic. And they're both her and her co partner who own the shop are both like we've never seen this dude before in our life, and we are, own a comic store, so we are here all the time.
1: So like, here's the thing: if I had a store that had books in it, I wouldn't want a trash fire.
0: Trash fire spread.
1: They just... They would put the whole store up in fire. They're
0: not good for business.
1: Not when you have books.
0: There's a small thumbnail of what I assume is a cover for this Jawbreaker's comic book. Mmm. That's some quality, isn't it? Anyway, yes, there have been people, weird people filming the store and hollering at the owners. There was a smashed door in the window that they don't know if it's related or not, but... Uh. Uh, allegedly, allegedly. Anyway... The battle rages on. The Geek Down salutes you. Danica LeBlanc. Varied edition comic books. If you are an Edmonton listener, you've ever wanted to buy a comic book in your life, go there. Go buy it from them.
1: Yeah. Tell them that the Geek Down sent you. They won't know what that means. They have
0: no idea what that means. But, but still,
1: it sounds really cool.
0: They join. We, we really need to devote like a, like we talk about the board, put things on the board. I think the board yeah. is also like the Hall of Heroes. So I think like we need to devote some time soon oh, to like, like that. the Geek Down Hall of Heroes.
1: I think that's good. All right,
0: future future topics, because listen, the summer's coming, and friends, and, uh, are, we, we might not be here for all of it. So
1: no, we're thinking, we're thinking about taking a little bit of a hiatus over the summer, which we've never done.
0: Two two years is a lot, y'all. It's
1: a long time. It's a and long we'll come time back. to go without
0: a break, and we're gonna come back. I mean, but
1: sometimes it's nice to take a break. Maybe and July.
0: Then, maybe we fuck off for July, and we come back for August. Watcherama. But I mean, if you feel yeah. violent about this.
1: Hey, we gave you all the socials at the time. Get at us
0: on the socials. <sighs> we will let the marketplace decide.
1: Yes, we will. We will. Because we are fair and balanced.
0: <laughs> we are. What else do you have, Caitlin?
1: Um, I want to talk about fan communities.
0: Fan communities. Yeah. I know one that's been mad this week.
1: Uh, which one is that, Jordan?
0: That is uh, all the nerds who are mad that a show made for children when they were children is coming back as a show for children.
1: My God, you monsters. That
0: show's called Thundercats.
1: <laughs> Thundercats Rar is She's
0: getting the Teen Titans Go treatment and the nerds are not happy.
1: No. Um I watched the like mini video about like why this is being done. Don't watch that because that guy is the worst. Um but it looks like it's gonna be fun for your kids, not for you. You can just watch Teen Titans go. Um I, yeah, the same thing goes with um Steven Universe, right? Like we talked about it last episode. People are still raging They're about still this. Mad. They're still like, it was so predictable. We predicted it. And I'm like, it, it, why is it so predictable? Or she's a terrible writer. I'm like, it's a show for children. No,
0: it's a show made for nine year olds and you're twenty seven. Yeah.
1: Like calm <laughs> down. If you want a
0: fucking cookie? Like
1: then besides that, and this is come this is so we've jumped from like shows these are shows for children. Calm down have a cookie, maybe a nap, maybe listen to some Fred Penner. Helps me. (laughs) Um, To the fact that there are communities where a big part of it is like coming up with theories, trying to figure stuff out. Mm, And yeah, that's kind of like for a kid's show. I mean, sometimes it can be fun, but at the same time, it's a kid's show. Now there's a show like Westworld, where that's like a big part of it, right? It's
0: 90% of it.
1: Except when your actress, Shannon Woodward, and um, you have fans mansplaining the show to you.
0: Oh, I think I saw something in passing about this.
1: So she apparently she did this, this uh, interview with Mary Claire and was talking about how um, fans will come up to her and talk to her about fan theories, which is all great. She loves that people are enjoying the show. Awesome. And then we'll uh, try and convince her that things are going to happen even though she knows they're not because she's read the script, but have basically told her she's wrong and she doesn't know anything. Um,
0: Dude, I'm on the show. (laughs) I've seen, I know everything that's happening this season.
1: Yeah. So it's like people need, I feel like people just need to take up crocheting something that's not as, You can not get so emotionally invested in, but will still take up a lot of your time.
0: Like something else I saw related and I can't, I know this was going to be one of your stories. I don't have it ready to go. But like I saw a tweet this week that was like some interview was done with a guy who's like in his 60s. He has the largest comic book collection right now. He's been reading for like 40 years and he gave some comments there about, no, I think it's great that like. You know, they're changing things and becoming more inclusive because you need to get more readers or it's going to die out. And then, like, dude just hops in on his Twitter like, well, I think you'll find that, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, he literally has the biggest collection (laughs) and has been reading for 40 years. He's read everything. Uh... And you still want to be like, just because you don't like it. Uh... Anyway, parents who are mad about the Thundercats.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Back off. Let your kids enjoy it.
0: Your kids are going to think it's great. And that's going to sting even doubly. So just relax.
1: Um, while we're on things being rebooted for children, uh-uh. but also for Caitlyn, Shira, Shira, Shira. I could do. P- Princess of power. I could do like, the, I will hold my sword aloft and I will become Shira. Um. Because I'm totally going as Shira for Halloween, I've decided. (laughs) Um, So Netflix are – which I don't know why they haven't hired us yet. I don't know what's going on. They really should just do that because apparently –
0: Netflix, are you having trouble spending your money? Yeah. I have many ideas on how you could be spending it.
1: But one uh, amazing thing that they've done, Netflix has um, combined their powers with Lumberjanes creator Noelle Stevenson um, to reboot Shira as Shira – this is what the show's called, Shira, Princesses of Power.
0: Ooh, more than one princess of power.
1: Um Is, the, Bo,
0: is Bo one of the Princesses? Sorry? Is Bo one of the Princesses? I hope he is.
1: Probably. <laughs> um it's supposed to come out later this year. I'm super stoked. Um it has this amazing voice cast. Um Who's on the voice cast? Uh, of course I've forgotten all of the oh names. God. I just gotta write them all down. Um, what's her face? The thing we watched last week. Sandro. Oh. Sandro? Oh? Yeah.
0: Is she going to be Shira?
1: No. Oh. She's not going to be Shira. She's she going to be Bo? Uh, no, she's not <laughs> going to be Bo. She's going to be somebody else. Are you looking up the voice cast? Yes. Jordan's going to look up the voice cast. I
0: <laughs> have the technology. Amy Carrero, Elena of Avalor, plays Adora Shira. Karen Fukuhara from Suicide Squad as Glimmer. AJ Michalka from the Goldbergs as Catra. Marcus Scribner from Blackish as Bo. Resh Machete from The Royal Pains as Angela. Lorraine Toussaint from Orange is the New Black as Shadow Weaver. Keston John from The Good Place as Hordak.
1: Hordak.
0: Lauren Ash from Superstore as Scorpia. Christine Woods. Let's get the whole down there. Sandra O as Castapella. I don't remember who the hell Castapella was.
1: She might be the dark princess.
0: Hmm. Look at all these dope ladies going to do some dope lady shit.
1: Right? See? There's some good in the world. Not a lot. Just a little. But I'll take it.
0: Man, sorry. Because I listen back to the episodes now and I realize sometimes we say, we'll get back to that later. And we never yeah, do. Yeah. I said at the top that that Stupid Jawbreakers book, uh, part of it was going to be, it goes. this goes into fandoms as well. Okay. fandoms being mad. Yeah. Um, The Chief Brown correspondent, Kaim Dar, tipped me off to this. Okay. That Ethan Van Shiver, cover artist of legible trash fire Jawbreakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, basically, there was a thing for about two hours this week where a mistranslation from a French film magazine attributed to Kathleen Kennedy
1: okay.
0: that the next Star Wars movie yeah. would be a Lando spinoff. Right. Oh, my God. How pressed are you fucking nerds that a feature Star Wars movie might star a black man? What
1: it is was wrong, with people?
0: corrected two hours later. Basically, it was like, oh yeah, we have. She didn't say exactly that. Like we we mistranslated it. Um, and also, why the fuck wouldn't they? Because Donald Glover owned the fucking month. So um, why wouldn't they want to be in business with him?
1: I was like, I was like, are you? I don't understand. I, when you're t- just saying the story now, I was like, because everyone was super excited, <laughs> and then they were really angry.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, Ethan Van Shiver is one of the ones who's very angry about this. And basically the, the sense I'm getting is that y'all would rather watch a two hour movie about an eight foot bear completely with subtitled grunts and roars uh-huh. than watch a movie about a black man, which is like, you'd rather have a fucking Chewy movie and just like a spoken all the, in... like just all that for like two hours with subtitles. You'd rather have that.
1: Chewie doesn't get subtitles.
0: Also. Well, not up to this point, but I mean, it may just be like a Werner Herzog art movie, right? Like it's just like, it's just <laughs> roaring. You have to piece together what it is also. Yeah you know i don't give a fuck about star wars yeah i did not know how pressed these nerds are about rose tico so rose tico is just oh. by default my new favorite star wars character oh, they... that's my favorite character who's your favorite star wars character rose tico oh do you like her in the last jedi never seen the last jedi don't care <laughs>
1: i don't i don't understand she was a great character i nope, don't, they hate her i i know because they
0: hate her so much yeah and it's like
1: just doesn't make any sense People are weird. As
0: we've said, you're going to die before this story ends. You're not going to see how this story ends. So why do you care? I might, honey. Shut
1: up, honey. We live forever. It's but all just, the tea and crocheting I do.
0: Like this took me to Ethan Van Shiver's Twitter feed, which I don't recommend anybody spend any time on at all. No, because that's how just I learned. You
1: sad about the world,
0: <laughs> and that's how I learned how pressed they were about Rose Tico, and like. They have their whole... They call it Soy Wars. Like, I don't fucking... Listen, I'm not learning your fucking awful red pill glossary. Like...
1: I don't know anything about this.
0: But, like, they're getting shirts made that instead of Tico... Instead of Solo, say Tico in that logo. And it's pink and it says a Soy War story. Like... Like, how are you sticking it to the man with this? I don't know. And at the end of the day, it's fucking Star Wars. Relax. It's the fucking Thundercats. Relax. Why do you people care so much? And listen, I'll even go this far on both sides. I understand if you are mad that like, and maybe we'll take a brief aside into an update because I saw people who were mad that Marina Baccarin got fridged in Deadpool 2. Spoilers for Deadpool. You
1: should probably said that first, but too late now, guys.
0: Too late now. We're riding with it. Marina Baccarin gets killed. And I understand that should upset you. For 50 fucking tweets on a thread, say it more succinctly. Though, Even when I'm supporting you, I'm like, relax.
1: Though, now we're going to go into quickly into updates because I saw Deadpool too. Um
0: Would you write a 50 tweet thread on,
1: well, on no, the fridging of Marina background? I would write about how... Um, There are really strong parallels to the character in Conan the Barbarian, Mm. who becomes the Valkyrie. Yes. um, And how even though there is, yeah, she dies, she doesn't disappear from the story entirely. Mm. Um, And, spoiler, spoiler, she comes back at the end. (laughs) Yeah. He like, I know it's a joke. Not, Not enough. But he undoes the timeline.
0: Not enough, Caitlin.
1: Which was amazing, by the way. It's one of my favorite after-credits scenes ever.
0: Ladies should just be doing stuff from the jump.
1: Yeah, but she's not a superhero, right? Like, this is. I'm like. Doesn't matter.
0: Representation matters, Caitlin.
1: Of course it matters, but she's in the film. It's not like she died at the beginning, then you never see her again. And, like.
0: I agree with you. At the end of the day, I'm just saying. I'm not saying this stuff doesn't matter and you shouldn't get, like, amped up about this stuff, but. Caitlin and I have to live in this shit for a couple hours every week to make this podcast for you, and it's exhausting. And I spend more time on Twitter than Caitlin does, and I'm already, even when I agree with your viewpoint, I am exhausted by just the just, volume of takes you're putting
1: out. I just feel like if we spent like half as much time on like plastic in the ocean, <laughs> like we would have solved it and everything would be fine. Um.
0: No, we have to edit Rose Tico out of Star Wars. Yes. Sorry, sidebar.
1: Um,. But I'm gonna go back to news, and then I'm gonna go back to Deadpool too. Okay, okay. we're gonna jump around a bit. All right, hold on to your podcast, people. F-
0: fancy free. Hold on to your butts.
1: Um. So, uh, Happy Time Murders trailer that came out. What the hell? It is Sesame Street plus like a really dark, weird, gross film. So there's Muppets, it's like a Muppet world. Uh-huh. Um, and there's people in it. Um, but it's like super adult.
0: Do they consult you about this?
1: Um. No. I- it doesn't look very good. No, I don't know why. I it figured just...
0: puppets plus, plus murder would have been.
1: Well, like they, I already got Avenue Q, so mm. I'm kind of like cool You're with topped that. Up. And like puppets who kill and Greg the Bunny. Like I already got my Phil mm. and I love Melissa McCarthy, but I just,
0: uh, well, this is from her.
1: Yeah. I just, uh, maybe it'll be fabulous. I don't know. I just thought uh, about it. Um, and finally in one of those things that is kind of, it's like a consolation prize basically. So quite a few uh, months ago, a whole bunch of comics from Marvel that were nominated for glad awards got canceled. Yes. Um, well, some of those characters are actually coming back. In something called uh, a comic released from Marvel called uh, West Coast Avengers. so has
0: thing they've done
1: yeah. over the years. So this one, um, uh, it starts Clint, uh, Hawkeye, um, taking under his wings, I guess I get it because he's Hawk. Um, yeah. Uh, some of the youngins. So America Chavez, uh, Kate Bishop, who's also Hawkeye, um, Quentin Quire. Um, I can't remember who he is. Ang- Kid Omega. Yeah, that's it. And Gwen Poole, um under his under his wing, um, and they start their little Avengers team. Um, fun twist, though, uh, to finance the West Coast Adventure uh, Avengers. Um, they're all starring in a reality TV show, <laughs> which I think could be lots of fun. Not the
0: first time they've done this. The New Warriors had a. Oh, really? Had a uh, version of this. That's actually what. Deep Dive Nerd Talk, Uh, they did a take on the New Warriors where they were on a reality show and that actually is what started Civil War in the comics.
1: Amazing. Was
0: them filming their reality show Mm -hmm. and chasing after this villain who blew up a school which led to the Superhero Registration Act. And then Speedball wore a suit with spikes in it, like an Iron Maiden suit to punish himself and called himself Penance, which is the worst fucking idea of dark and gritty I've ever heard of. Stupid.
1: Um uh, anyways, do we, we have, have a creative out... team for this? Sorry.
0: Did you say a creative team for this?
1: I did not. Um, do we
0: have a creative team for this?
1: Yes, we do. I can tell you it comes out on August 22nd. If you want to take a look,
0: then we definitely have a creative team for this. <laughs> so the creative team, this will be written by Kelly Thompson, who I've never heard of, but apparently wrote a rug and gambit mini Rug, rogue, <laughs> rug, <laughs> rug, rug and gambit series. <laughs> that was uh pretty popular among some folks. And, uh, Stefano Caselli will be drawing it. And Stefano Caselli is pretty dope. So cool.
1: Well, there you go. That's your like your consolation prize.
0: And they're all riding a Vespa being carried by America. Yep. Uh, They all need and want something for being on the team together. Kate needs to help save L.A. And she needs to help to do that because villains have taken notice that there are no superheroes out there. Which is always the joke about the West Coast Avengers. Yes. (laughs) So much of Marvel is based in New York. Uh, Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Official description. Hawkeye, Kate Bishop. Hawkeye, Clint Barton. A guy named Fuse. Never have they ever been called the big three of anything. Now here they are reunited for, reunited for, okay, well, it's only the second time ever. Thank God they also brought America Chavez, Gwenpool, and Kid Omega. Wait, what? That's right. It's the new West Coast Avengers, son. Why am I not writing the fucking ad copy for I don't know. Marvel books?
1: I don't know why you're not.
0: And you better hope they can figure out how to save the world because big things are headed for the West Coast. There you go. That sounds like a fun read.
1: I would like to uh, to read the Midwest Avengers.
0: And they've done that too.
1: Have they? Yeah,
0: actually. Yeah, Great Lakes Avengers. Sorry. Uh,
1: Oh, I was. That's where like
0: Squirrel Girl comes from. She originated. That's amazing. She originated on the Great Lakes Avengers.
1: Oh, I should read more Marvel.
0: Homework for Caitlin later. Uh, Updates, mad quick.
1: Yes. So I was saying, I will talk about Deadpool. Deadpool, lots of fun. Yay! It was great. Um, they took shots at Rob Lee Field, which is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> um, at, uh, because uh, Domino was in, was invented by Rob Lee Field, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Created. So was Deadpool, to a certain extent. Yeah, I know,
1: but um, he. So was Cable. He, he keeps on uh making jokes about um Domino's powers of luck. He's like, "Luck's not a power."
0: I mean, yeah, it never made any sense um, in the books either. And
1: he's like, "It sounds like a power made up by someone who can't draw feet." <laughs> 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 uh, uh, see your correspondent i had a really good laugh at that one um yeah so it was good good times good times uh, it was actually you know what to be honest i it made me like howl like laugh out loud howl Mm. um and i was expecting like a good chuckle and like some cleverness but i wasn't expecting to howl and i was howling at things that like were kind of like gross (laughs) at certain parts but it was done really well that it sort of like gave me permission to laugh at it um but yeah it was uh i was yeah i almost cried at one point i was laughing so hard so it was a really good time but don't expect much from it because it's a superhero film. Yeah. So, you know.
0: I have a lengthy update to get into something I watched this week. But friends, we're banking an episode for next week. Yeah. So you're just going to have to wait till next week.
1: Oh, that is painful. Teaser. You're like, what is it?
0: Listen, t- I'll tell you what it is. Okay. It is, as mentioned I the last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. The show that was brought to me after I finished A Nori. Yes. Which was Real Love. The show about 18 people from age, uh, I think, 21 to 40. Mm-hmm. An Okinawan hotel for three days. We have to link up and find love, and everybody has a terrible secret. <laughs> Preview: It is a giant trash fire. Amazing. And I watched all nine episodes. Oh my god! In an afternoon.
1: That's amazing. So, um,
0: come back next week for that.
1: I thought it was going to be borgen Break. Uh, I am not stated
0: slipping, fucking slipping on my borgen breaks lately
1: because you're watching trash fires.
0: Because
1: <laughs> they're compelling, guys. It was. <laughs> and the fumes so get amazing. you high and
0: says so much about like listen this is all i'm gonna say like i was telling my other friend sasha who never sleeps who hasn't come up on the show in a very long time <laughs> sasha who never sleeps was brought terrace house to me i believe officially yeah. or did she or did i or did i just did she, i know she cussed me out for following the basic girl on instagram that's why i found out that right. she that she liked it um so i always bring her uh Japanese reality shows now. And I was telling her about this one. I was like, Sasha, they all have a terrible secret. She's like, yeah, what's a Japanese terrible secret though? Like I didn't take the trash out. Like, <laughs> and a couple are kind of on that level, but most of them are not.
1: Oh my God. Amazing. And if you
0: have your like terrace house, like utopian Japan image mm-hmm. in your head, this show just fucking
1: destroys, <laughs> burns
0: it. that to the ground.
1: Well, good times.
0: So I think was a meaty front half. Yeah. of the show, And we still got to come back. And tell you about the things we brought each other.
1: That's part of the show.
0: So we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we'll do that. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where Caitlin and I talk about the things we brought each other.
1: But before we start, we've got rules, Jordan. We
0: do have rules. We can't
1: just do things willy-nilly. I mean, we do things willy-nilly all the time.
0: Literally all the time. all the
1: time. (laughs) Constantly. But we try and keep it together.
0: For your sake.
1: So we have some rules.
0: We try to have a structure.
1: The first rule is the rule of three. Which means that if your thing that you've given the other person comes in episodes or issues or parts, that that person will be instructed to at least watch, read, consume three of those.
0: Irrelevant. Irrelevant. This week. This week. To movies.
1: Um, The second rule is, hashtag, save it for the pod. Don't talk about the thing before we are sitting in front of these microphones.
0: Just don't do it.
1: You want to know why? Why, Caitlin? Because we want to give the audience the freshest of takes. Wow.
0: That's what you'd be saying. Yeah. You hear that take? You'd be like,
1: wow. Now, the things that we're talking about may not be as fresh, (laughs) but...
0: Maybe you didn't even know they existed.
1: Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to check out that thing. And those takes were amazing. Amazing. And they were so fresh. Wow. Um... (laughs) Wow. Yeah, exactly. Um finally the third rule, which is not really a rule, it's more of just a policy, is there will be spoilers.
0: Spoilers.
1: It's not they're so they're either really old or there's nothing to spoil, so I think you're okay, but if you were like absolutely no chance, I don't want to hear anything about these things, then you need to GTO. GTFO.
0: GTFO even. Not just get the out.
1: Get the out.
0: We like alternate. Yeah. So this week, we're going to start with the thing that Caitlin brought me.
1: Yeah. Um, I have loved this thing for a long time. I did not see it in theaters because you didn't see movies in theaters in the 90s or in the early 2000s. You just either rented them or someone had them um, or you had like a girl's night. I think this was probably a girl's night adventure. Um, It is 28 days. Not 28 days later. I had to be very specific with Jordan. I was like 28 days with Sandra Bullock.
0: It's a good, it's a good 20, it's a good girl's night, girl's night out.
1: Flick. Um, it's 28 Days. It came out in 2000. It was directed by Betty Thomas, who is like a high grossing director that you've never heard of. Like she's done this, Dr. Doolittle and Alvin and the Chipmunks, the, 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 the squeak squeak Um, like, and, and like, the squeak Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But the writer of this, who is Susanna Grant, has written for Party of Five, Pocahontas, Erin Brockovich. She's just she's got all the hits. She's a hit maker, and she's written a whole bunch of things lately that you've heard of but have not been massive hits. Mm-hmm. But you've heard of them at least better than you know the Squeakle. You know,
0: <laughs> you know them.
1: <laughs> you know them. Um. So the story, I'm actually going to pull up the way I know the movie really well, um, but I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to go through the Wikipedia article because they do it more concisely than I will. And I forget everyone's name forever. <laughs> 28 Days is a 2000 American comedy drama film directed by Betty Thomas. Sandra Bullock plays Gwen Cummings, a newspaper columnist obliged to enter rehabilitation for alcoholism and drug use. The film co-stars Viggo Mortensen, Dominic West, Elizabeth Perkins, Steve Buscemi, and Diane Ladd um it's basically the story about Gwen um who is this horrible alcoholic slash drug using um writer as she always brings up um who spends like her nights in this drunken haze with her boyfriend Jasper Dominic West um she ruins her sister's wedding which is the basically the the various things that happen at this wedding are the reason that she gets submitted to either the the
0: catalyst, the
1: catalyst for either going into 20 days of rehab or jail. So she, she is super late to her sister's wedding. She's all disheveled, looks terrible, um, is drunk when she gets there. Uh, she makes a horrible speech that you don't find out until about till later. Um, she ruins the wedding cake and she steals the limo and crashes it into someone's house.
0: To try and replace the cake. Yes. Like, I'm going to replace the cake. Yeah. Steals the limo, crashes it through someone's house.
1: It is a very drunk person thing to do. Um, so Gwen gets to rehab. She obviously doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to have anything to do with these people. She doesn't want anything to do with any of their meetings or their sing-alongs or the characters in general. But um, she finally, through a series of events, um basically she at one point um her boyfriend smuggles her in some like vicodin or something and she throws it out the window cuz she's made this claim that she's fine she doesn't actually have a problem she doesn't need to he- be here with those people um she's not an addict she throws them out the window and throughout the day is going through withdrawal and finally at night uh decides that she can't take it anymore and she falls out she's like i do
0: not remember if it was that long i think was it? I feel like it was like shortly after she threw them out.
1: Maybe it was. She
0: went to take them, threw them out, and then was like, had like one fit
1: of shakes, and was like, "I can't do this." <laughs> and then climbed um, out climbs out her window to get these at these pills and falls and sprains her ankle, yes. um, and then realizes that if she's willing to climb out the window and almost fall to her death to get some Vicodin, she might have a problem, and more so commits herself to being rehabilitized.
0: Sidebar. that's a weird bottom.
1: A weird bottom. You, know, you always gotta
0: hit bottom before yeah. like, you know, rehab will work. Yeah. Would have thought crashing a limo through someone's house might have been the, the wake up call than just spraining your ankle.
1: No, I think I think it's like it's more the the idea that she would climb out a window mm. and like hop down a tree to try and get like an but anyways, so then she more commits herself to being, um, going through rehabilitation and the steps involved and it's her journey. And it's also about like the other cast of characters. Yeah. Yeah. So Jordan, what do you think of the film? Caitlin? Yes.
0: It's is going to be a bit of a different one. Okay. We need to talk about some things first. Okay. Caitlin? Yeah. I've seen this movie. What? I've seen this movie.
1: Oh no. What is this movie?
0: No, no. I've actually seen this oh, movie. Oh, I thought
1: you were like, this movie is just this movie.
0: You're like, why would you watch a movie you've already seen? Yeah. I've seen what we would call a youth center edit of this movie. Oh. Friends, it hasn't come up on the show much. Okay. In the 117 episodes. In <laughs> a bit. But I spent 13 years of my life.
1: 13 years?
0: 13 years.
1: Holy crap.
0: 13 Falls through Springs, involved in a youth center at my hometown. Really? Yes. I was doing the math with my my boy Pops when I was trying to do this math when I started watching the movie at work. And so I did. I think I did. I think I did. I'm being conservative. I think I did three years as a member. Right. as a kid going. Yeah. And then I did four years as an assistant leader on a team. Right. And then I did another four years as a head leader, like I ran my own group, and then I did okay. just another like two years as an assistant again okay um so yeah, like wow. eleven to thirteen years
1: that's a long time <laughs>
0: it is a long time and
1: and in all that time it was a
0: huge and i mean it was a huge chunk of my life right like yeah. it's and it's alarming now. Because the funny thing is, like, when you're there and you're in it, basically, it's like the way the way it worked and the way it's set up and the way when you're in it, you like, the joke is always like, it's a cult. It's not. It's not a cult. It's basically yeah. like high school kids would come once a week. Basically, in, in my hometown, there ain't shit to do.
1: I was in the youth group.
0: There ain't shit to do. It's but it's not churchy. No. Um.
1: It was ours was in a church, but it was not churchy at
0: all. Ours was next to a church, but it was basically an old. It was started by a priest. Yeah. Which is how they got such a good deal on the building, basically, because it yeah. was an old. Catholic middle school, I think. Um a huge ass building.
1: Right.
0: Um and the rooms were huge, high ceilings when I was like in a band that was like our <laughs> was, like our practice space. They let us practice there yeah. forever, which was amazing. Um so yeah, huge but huge giant stone building. Started by a priest, which is that why well, I think the lease or the rent from the church was always like a dollar a year. It was something like ridiculous. Right. Um and because there's nothing to do. Yeah in our town. And this is pre-internet, remember.
1: There's nothing to do but drugs and make babies.
0: Yeah. So and pre-internet, you know, you couldn't like steal music or watch Netflix or anything like that. You yeah. know, like the best you might have is cable. There was no movie theater in my hometown. If like, you didn't drive oh, and you weren't driving to Windsor, there was literally shit to do. And this place was like, you know, they had a room with like some pool tables and an air hockey table type of thing. And, you know, they had they had a television and as time went on, they got, you know, a computer lab in there, that type of thing. Right. And the gist was always like, it was open Monday to Friday. You could go whenever you want at night. If you're doing your homework, and you just want to get out of your house, you know, your dumb parents, do whatever. But the hook was, you know, you paid then $10 a year and you were expected to go to the, the group meetings once a week. Right. And there was one for every grade. I think Tuesdays was 9 and 11 and Wednesdays was 10, grade 10 and 12. Right. And the idea was you would start in grade 9 and then progress through the grades. Yeah. Through the next four years with the same group members. And the same leadership team. Yeah. Like if I was a grade nine leader one year, the next year I'd be with the grade 10 group. You would go along with these and that's how you form the bonds and you know, the trust. And when you're talking about like, don't listen to peer pressure, don't do drugs, educate yourself about sex. Don't be rude to gay people. Like
1: very important stuff.
0: All the things you try to teach the children, you know, they'll take you more seriously if you've already spent all this time together with them. Yeah. But the thing is like, Mr. Malash and I laugh about it now because you know, we were both very involved in that. He yeah. he was like on staff for a while. And when you're in it, you know, the joke is always like, it's a cult and it wasn't a cult. But when you're, you look back on it after the fact and it's like, oh yeah, but sometimes we acted like <laughs> we acted like it. Cause when you're in it and somebody who was maybe a little older had a wife and a family and things like that and be like, maybe they missed a bunch of meetings in a row or maybe they had to bail on something that was supposed to be, you know, important.
1: Right. Um,
0: You'd kind of low-key be looking at him like, Psst, this motherfucker. You made a commitment. You're supposed to be here for these kids.
1: And you're not.
0: And now I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing next month. You want me to say I can commit to like fucking four years of volunteering? Are you high? Like, what? Four years? I might not be alive in four years. You want me to tell me to com- commit to that? Anyway, so that was the youth center Yeah. Watched a lot of movies listened to uh, you know, a lot of music and actually a lot of the stuff that was in this movie is very reminiscent of uh, a lot huddling and singing. Oh yeah. A lot of that. Um, but yeah, so I had seen an edit of this movie that somebody made that took out like the relevant bits. Like I think we used oh. it on like a, I think it had more to do. I think we did the, the neck sign technique with the kids.
1: What's that?
0: There's a subplot where Sandra Bullock gets a sign Steve Buscemi, who plays her therapist, yeah. hangs a sign around her neck, yeah. and sometimes you see other people with signs around their neck, which is apparently a real rehab technique, yeah. which says, confront me. If if, I d- hers is if yeah. I don't ask for help, and people have different ones. So yeah. I think that was, we asked the kids and ourselves to identify one of these things, and then made a sign, and then talked about it with everybody else. And everybody else in the group would know, if you saw somebody exhibiting that behavior throughout the year, call them on it. Yeah, That's how you're going to get better. So, I, I remember that bit. I remember the bit with the horse. Yeah. Because that all tied into her, like, asking for help yep. type of thing. But I had not seen the whole movie from beginning to end. I just saw a youth center edit of it. Oh, I see. So, now having seen the whole movie from beginning to end. Yeah. I mean, this is just an after school special. Yeah. But it's it's an all right after school special. It definitely falls into the, like, thing we talk about frequently, which is like.
1: They don't make movies like this. this movie anymore. is not
0: getting. People went to a theater to
1: watch this. Yeah. It wasn't just a made for TV movie. <laughs> <A> theater. <laughs> Well, I mean, I didn't. You
0: paid $20 to go to a theater to watch this. Um happy to see Dominic West continuing his career as the walking avatar of bad decisions. Yep. For women. Yep. <laughs> Ladies, don't ever. We always used to have a joke, my ex-girlfriend and I, that if you saw Ed Harris and everything, I think I mentioned it on the show <laughs> around Westworld time. Like if Ed Harris shows up, just get out. Something bad's going to happen. Just get out. Ladies, if you find yourself attracted to Dominic West for any reason.
1: Leave. Just don't. Immediately. Just get
0: out. McNulty ain't gonna ain't going to do good for you. I think the only other note I really have in here is just TUDIC in all caps with an amazing. exclamation point. Always
1: amazing. I mean,
0: it took me a minute at first because he's so young and skinny. I was like, is that him or Anthony Rapp? Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't actually tell who it was. Um, IMDB did tell me that apparently he did this character again in Transformers. Did he? I don't know what? I don't know what character Alan Tudic played in Transformers, but he I basically did just lie. did Gerhardt again. <laughs> <laughs> he just came up with this whole story about Gerhardt, got out of rehab, went into the military. Uh,
1: amazing. He <laughs> came up
0: with this whole story. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it's an after-school special. I mean, she goes to rehab. The stakes are just her, you know, getting better. Yeah, She had a mom who was a drunk. Um, her relationship with her sister. So, I mean, there's a lot of estrogen flying around in that subplot. But, I mean, listen, it's America's sweetheart. So, I mean, yeah. you're going to hang with her and enjoy whatever. Um, watching Vigo Mortensen's attempt at being... Heartthrob Vigo Mortensen instead yeah. of David Cronenberg Eastern Promises Vigo Mortensen is like it's
1: difficult, isn't it? That's it's a, a weird. That's a leap. Yeah,
0: that's a leap. Aragorn. But it was
1: it was two thousands, right? Like
0: oh yeah, he wasn't even Aragorn by this point. Yeah, he was just they, they didn't know what they were going to do with old Vigs at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, let's try him as a heartthrob. I mean, let's try I, him as an all American baseball pitching heartthrob.
1: One thing I always liked is that she didn't end up with anyone at the end.
0: That is very good.
1: Which is like how many movies are like. Has that
0: and even there's a moment where they've been you know her and eddie is that his name
1: i think so eddie
0: vehicle plays eddie he's a the
1: baseball player he's a
0: baseball player who's on timeout for drugs and probably sex addiction and you know there there is a moment where they make out a little bit yeah and then he stops and he's like oh i'm sorry i always do this you know drugs women whatever and she's like were you trying to snort me (laughs) um and he's like probably um but even – so they've been getting along. They've been bonding, supporting each other. And they're on this nice day out at the barn on yep. equine therapy day because um, that's the whole that, – that's so plot. You have to like – they have to try to like clean a horse's hoof. Yep. But it's like – you, it,
1: you have to lift the leg.
0: You have to lift its leg. But I mean the horse – if the horse don't like your vibe, it ain't going to let you. Yeah. But if the horse likes you and you're giving off a good vibe, the horse is just going to be like mad chill about it. Sure. Um, And it's about making your outsides match your insides. Yep pretty sure that was thrown at it at youth group too um <laughs> so they're chilling out you know bailing hay or whatever and eddie wants to talk about you know terrible shit he's done and he's asking uh gwen some of the terrible shit she's done and she ain't ready to talk about it yet no and she kind of goes off on him a little bit and he's all mad so he acts out and like fucks another patient or something and she catches him and it's not like you know a jealous lover or anything it's just like you know minor disappointments that friends sometimes have and even when yep. she leaves and graduates he's not at the send-off but he like you know bolts out in front of the taxi and when he like says his piece to her as she's leaving it's not like i love you i want to be with you wait for me type of thing
1: it's like your boyfriend is fucking bad news. it's like <laughs>
0: it's like i know i messed up i'm gonna make mistakes if you think that's a reason why i can't be your friend that's okay that's on you but your boyfriend's a piece of shit and i think you know it and-
1: yeah <laughs> and bye and I um, love, sorry, just there's that scene at the end where she has come back, and they go out for drinks, and they're having this really important conversation, and then their friends come over to the table, and he does that. She's like, I'm sorry, we're, we're having actually a very important conversation, and they're like, oh, okay, and they leave, and he's like, that was really embarrassing.
0: Yeah, like, who thinks like that?
1: Oh, so many people. Oh,
0: well, people are awful, as, yeah, they as are. we established many times on this show.
1: Um, But yeah, so there are there are bits and pieces um in that film i really like
0: and i mean i love the bit where so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what gerhardt's bit is <laughs> yeah but you know he's he's gonna be wanting to do him, he, he plays a gay man and he's gonna be wanting to do him some fucking soon yeah and he's asking steve buscemi who's the head counselor there i guess um you know when when they can do that. Yes. And this is something I remember from my days back of you know listening to Love Line with Doctor Drew back in the days, and pe- and people have a lot of problems with Doctor Drew and like monetizing addiction for his own you know right. building his own empire, whatever. When it was just him on the radio, like he was doing the Lord's work, and he said mm-hmm. a lot of good shit, and he would always say similar type of things to what Steve Buscemi says in this movie, which is like you know get yourself a plant, and then maybe after a year get yourself a pet, and then maybe like a year after that, if they're both still alive. You can maybe think about having a relationship.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's the thing that like remember that show Love that just like infuriated me.
1: No, I don't.
0: Well, that Gillian Jacobs bespectacled mole man of a oh, <laughs> of a show, the, yes. the Netflix show. Yes. And Gillian Jacobs plays a trash fire addict, and basically the shit the season, the first season ends with her like approaching him and being like, "I like you, but I think I need to get my stuff together," and like I'm an addict and blah blah blah, and he kisses her. And that's like, oh, that's like the happy ending.
1: That's not okay. It's like,
0: she's a fucking addict. You should not be doing this. And if the the person who wrote this show is an addict as well, how do you not fucking know that? Like, it was infuriating. So Get I was yourself saying, a
1: plant and a pet. Get
0: a plant and a dog. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think he likes me. <laughs>
1: uh, so, well, the the thing, the okay, first of all, Alan Tudyk steals every scene he <laughs> as says. As
0: he often does. I mean, look, you want to talk about the Hall of Heroes when the show mix it up alan tudyk's gonna be in it like, oh
1: yeah um he
0: stole not for weddings and a funeral was in death at a funeral he death, stole that movie absolutely steals this movie
1: um and yeah at the the very last scene she is in her book goes into uh, a flower shop slash go, plant go get so, her plant probably get her plant thinking about it at least and who is in that store but gerhardt sobbing to the cashier and saying I did not kill this plant. It is very important that I did not kill this it plant. It is very important
0: I didn't kill this plant. He's got the dog already. He's got a fucking yeah. bulldog. He bought both at once. <laughs> so.
1: Um and uh, sees her and just he just cries. <laughs> just Yeah. And that's
0: just kind of how it ends. Like yeah. <laughs> with like I don't know a Bonnie Raitt theme tied into the soundtrack or I don't know if it was Bonnie Raitt or know. not, but it seems like the type of movie that would have a Bonnie Raitt. Probably. Song selling the soundtrack to soccer moms in early 2000s. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But I mean, it's a chill hang, right? Like maybe oh, I have yeah. some affection for this because it's reminding me of my, my the days where I just thirteen years of my life, y'all.
1: Thirteen? Um, <laughs> I'm like surprised.
0: Thirteen years, God, of my life to this youth center, and I'm just having nostalgia for that. But I mean, it's, it's a chill hang. I mean, it's a peach tree movie. We haven't talked about peach tree movies in a while, but yeah. like, you know those movies that show up on a Saturday afternoon on your like, you know, down the dial on your cable package. Like, yeah. if this movie shows up, watch it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like if it was in theaters, you should be spending twenty five dollars on a a night out. This should not be the movie to accompany your dinner and a movie with a no. with someone you love. But I mean, if you come across it, it's sitting on your Netflix right now. You got nothing to do on a Wednesday night.
1: Absolutely, and watch it. Go and ahead. It's not even that long. What hour and a half?
0: Hour and a half.
1: Sweet ninety minutes. <laughs> so really, so what do you give this this movie, Jordan?
0: Kick punches. I was just such a chill hang. I want to give it an eight, but like. <laughs> I know it doesn't deserve an 8. It does deserve an 8, but I'm going to give it an 8 anyway.
1: Okay, I like that. I'm glad I got an 8. I
0: I am aware this movie is not an 8. This is like a middling, middle-of-the-road type of movie. But
1: But it has some high points. And this is also
0: from the era where, like, I don't know. We don't need to go to war over the Wesley Morris. There are no movie stars article anymore. But, like, this is back when there were, like, movie stars. Like, Mm -hmm. Viggo Mortensen should not be playing... Eddie the Eddie the <laughs> pill addled pitcher, but
1: but there he is. There he is. <laughs> you
0: know Sandra Bullock just did this. And this was a job.
1: the The lady then. who wrote Pocahontas wrote this. Okay, Boy.
0: but and I just asked myself why? Why was this a story that the lady who wrote Pocahontas wanted to write?
1: Maybe it was important. Maybe that's
0: a maybe that's a schism in this, some of this movie watching now, where it's like. Movies like this feel like TV, and I just can't wrap my head around why somebody who was a Hollywood screenwriter would write a movie that is clearly, you know, lifetime movie Like Right.
1: Well, it's because that wasn't a thing yet. I know. It's a but weird. But when you, when, world when you see in.
0: when you see that played out, you know, when you watch these ancient relics from the year two thousand, <laughs> you're like,
1: Hey, that was eighteen years ago.
0: What a weird! What a weird time it was. Super weird. This was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was in theaters. People tracked the box office on this. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Anyway, it's on your Netflix.
1: Yeah, excellent.
0: Check that out. Caitlin handed this to me and said, hey, watch 28 Days on Netflix. I'm like, cool. I looked it up. And I was like, what else is on Netflix?
1: What is? El- what else is on Netflix? Because it's
0: been a good week for Netflix and things that this show has talked about before. Yeah. By the way, sidebar, Castle of Cagliostro, which we talked about in episode 54. Oh,
1: my gosh. It's
0: on Netflix right now. It's the shittier dub. Watch the sub. But it's the most gorgeous transfer I've ever seen in a long-ass time of this movie so yeah
1: also i get really frustrated about that because sometimes we'll talk about something one week and literally and i've like hunted the high seas for something (laughs) and then like the next week it's like it's on netflix i'm like come on well
0: much celebration this week when crunchyroll added record of lotus war which we add, which we talked about way back episode 10 y'all
1: i still have to episode 10 i still have to get senior correspondent to watch that he'll love it well
0: it's on crunchyroll excellent knock yourself out Episode 10, y'all. We talked about that. Anyway, you know what else is on Netflix? The thing I brought Caitlin, which I felt like watching anyway, but hadn't watched yet and did that thing where I was like, well, fuck it, we'll both watch it and talk about it.
1: And I'm sure I like it.
0: And that was Miss Hokusai, or Sarusuberi. Suberi. It's a Japanese historical manga series, which was written and illustrated by Hinako Sujiura. She told the story of Katsuhika Oi, who worked in the shadow of her father, Hokusai, Mr. Mr. Wave Mr. If you've known anybody in your freshman dorm who had an Asian-looking thing on their wall, probably done by Hokusai.
1: Probably. Uh,
0: Yes, this was a manga that was adapted into an anime film directed by Keiichi Hara, released in 2015. The anime story begins in Edo in 1814. Oe is one of the four daughters of the painter Tetsuzo, who later became known as Hokusai. The film takes place at the moment when Oe reaches adulthood while her father, aged about 50, is already a recognized artist in his country. The studio in which they both work is completely cluttered. She goes to a mother's place to eat but spends the night in the studio. Tetsuzo is known for his famous painting skills such as painting The Great Daruma or Two Sparrows on a Grain of Rice. O.A. has the talent and obstinacy of her father. She paints often at her desk without signing her work in order to complete the orders people make for Hokusai. And she does not get any recognition for her talent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is sort of the relationship that's there, sort of. Um, hard movie to pin down because, like another movie we talked about recently in this corner of the world, yep, is based on a very episodic manga. Yep. So the movie is very episodic. Yep. Not a lot of connective thread there. Little sort of flashes, images here and there. Makes me so angry. Little small stories so angry. <laughs> contained within a larger work. Anger. The closest thing, <laughs> the closest thing you have is the story of I do not remember her name, her younger sister who is born blind.
1: Table flip. Um,
0: (laughs) Hokusai got a problem with sickness. Death is his biggest fear. Never visits his daughter, the younger daughter, because she's blind. Yeah. Frankly, that's icky. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want to be around it. I've read that that is a, you know, they expanded that from the manga. The manga, it's in there in the manga, but they expanded it more for the film. That character plays a larger role. There are a few other connective threads. Her Her attempts to, like, erotica was a big thing back then.
1: I wish it was a big thing.
0: Um, And her, like, attempts to connect with her own seductiveness, sexuality, whatnot. It makes her uncomfortable. But she draws these, like, porny pictures. Yeah. (laughs) she's getting both from buyers and from her father being like, you're not there. You're not there with this because you don't believe it type of thing. And She explores that. That's a theme that comes up every once in a while as well. There's bits of Buddhism in there. There's weird magical realism moments as well. Um, hey, it's an art film.
1: You can you can see he can he can see my face. You can't. I am frustrated at this film. It is film. an art
0: film. I feel like this is going to be one of those things where like Caitlin loves a bunch of things that are happening and just wish they had told it any other way <laughs> but this, right? So
1: go, I don't even need to say anything. Go in, son. Nail on the head. Okay, is this movie about? Uh, ghosts and Spirits and uh, Magical Realism, which awesomely depicted, about art and its impact on life and vice versa, um, erotica and, again, artistry, um, family, uh, romance, or any of the above in any kind of any kind of storied way,
0: hey man. What's what's life? Oh my god. What's life, man?
1: Uh... Life's
0: all those things, man. And
1: then, and then, on top of everything, you give me some kind of historical bit at the end that had. <laughs> it, oh, and then, oh, oh, this is the thing. Jesus. This is this is the thing. I'm wrecking the joint. This is the thing that probably angered me the most. <laughs> Who picked the fucking music?
0: This is a moment of some contention among the criticism of this movie. Okay. which I So I knew that going in. I read a couple of reviews of this to see if it was like even a thing that it was worth bringing to you. And the music is mentioned a few times.
1: It's, it's not that you... It's just no... There's no consistency in this movie.
0: And I will give it that as well. If you're going to go anachronistic rock music... Do that through the whole movie.
1: Don't do that and then do, like, very beautiful, classic Japanese music. strings and flutes and shit. Um, And then go for, like, soaring, like, like Western classical movie-style music.
0: And then bring a rock opera back at the end.
1: It just didn't make any sense (laughs) whatsoever. And I was mad her sister died. Very frustrated. And... Her father angered me. And then was it about a story about her being her own artist and learning something? Because she learned nothing. There was nothing learnt. This story is not... Nothing happens.
0: Maybe that's her tragedy, man.
1: I will stab
0: you. (laughs) Some people go through their whole lives (laughs) without learning anything, man. I
1: just... I just wanted there to be some kind of a little, I'll take a baby arc or I'll take like a couple baby arcs. Hey man,
0: life is an arcs. Life just happens, man.
1: And then like her exposition at the end being like, and I got married once. The end. And like, <laughs> Didn't
0: work what? out. Then I disappeared.
1: And then I'm, yeah, moved back here with my father and then my father died. And then them telling some exposition at the end telling me. Then I
0: vanished and the Shogun had ended. Yeah. And they renamed it Tokyo,
1: and then it turns into Tokyo. Then it's Tokyo. present day. I was like, "What? It doesn't. No, <laughs> no. Can you? Okay, it's beautiful." And there say, was, parts- "Was there anything
0: about this you like?" It-
1: I I love the way it looked. I love the way that they did the uh the stories, like the spirits and the mm. ghosts and the goblins. The whole part about the woman who's scared of the painting, right? And the things that are like coming out of the painting, and how he says. She hasn't, she's not as good as she thinks. She hasn't, she's left loose ends.
0: It's not finished.
1: And he has to put the Buddha in. like, that was amazing. But. And then it was over. And then it was over and nothing was learned. And there was no. And then there's like, there are three guys. There's like the drunk, silly one. Who's her uh, father's um, student. Yes. Um. There's the guy who likes her who is a student from an a uh, op opposing another school. studio, yeah. And then there is the guy she likes.
0: Who was he? Was he was he was he an artist or he
1: was an artist. The guy who
0: always looks like he's smiling with his eyes closed
1: Yes. Uh he was an artist who used to be a fishmonger. Okay. Um who was one of her father's students at one point. Um and like I don't know. It was just a very it was a very frustrating movie. Because it could have been perfect it could have been per- it had perfect potential and then they were like no screw your western storytelling we're just gonna make snapshots of a thing that has n- they have nothing to in do with each other a
0: lot of i've seen a we've already seen two like this you've seen in this corner of the world and you've seen yes. you've seen this i can think back to my neighbor yamada's from um iso takahata a uh, Ghibli movie that's very similar. Yeah. It's based on like a four-panel comic type of thing, and it's like image, you know, scene, another scene, yeah. another scene.
1: I guess I just really want things to happen.
0: Or is this just dramatic pop team epic?
1: No. No, it is not.
0: No, you're not. You're not getting younger. I will stab you <laughs> in the <his> face. <laughs> Why would you don't, give don't, me that? Don't think that dog will hunt.
1: It could have been perfect. It could have been... Even if they wanted to do the whole like snapshot, put some kind of thread through it, right? Talk about... Do some exposition at the beginning that didn't just involve her father as an artist, but was like, these are just like seasons of my life. Or something that was like, these are going to be snapshots. This is how I'm setting it up. Something. And then I would have gone, okay, these are supposed to be like... Their own little capsules of stuff that happens.
0: And I mean, look, having not seen this, basically, which is one excuse to watch it, to finally watch it. You watch the trailer. It's gorgeous by production IG, studio IG, Mm -hmm. um, legendary anime studio. So it looks amazing. The colors are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Character designs and are great.
1: I love anything that gives me like a glimpse into history. Yeah, so it's historical right. stuff.
0: She's kind of a badass. She's always like smoking a fucking pipe early yeah. in the movie. She like ruins some elaborate dragon.
1: And then the dragon comes and visits her.
0: As she's as she's the one who's like he basically just like washes his hands and is like, Well, I get that done by tomorrow and she's like, Well fuck it, I'll do it. Um yeah.
1: and the dragon comes and visits her and it's amazing. Which
0: is a thing based on Chinese mythology or yeah. um i for the magical realism side i like the bit with the courtesan
1: yes i hear the about neck. where
0: her like her neck twitches and like because yes. her face is like ghostly and like trying to escape her
1: like his hands. body
0: type thing but within like when i realized that that's what we were doing that we were doing the snapshot thing again i was like oh it's one Uh-oh. of those it's one of those uh, fuck. she gonna be mad <laughs>
1: so mad. She ain't gonna like it. And then one of my favorite characters, which is her sister, and their relationship, and like the only thing that really makes her truly happy dies. And I mean
0: the bit where they were like out in the snow and stuff, like that was was beautiful. That was was lovely.
1: And even, okay so her death is very reminiscent of the Little Woman 1995 movie that I gave (laughs) you. Where like Meg, like the windows blow open, right? Mm. And when she turns around, Meg's right, right, gone. Right. But Meg's death had a purpose, right? But her sister's death, just like, and maybe that's just death, right? But if you're just, telling a just story, death, just death, man. If you're telling a story, I feel like it needs to be a story. But I find her, that, her see, dad
0: finally came to see her. There was no reason for her to
1: to live to live anymore. anymore apparently, uh, anyways. So,
0: well, listen, it is a
1: maybe. I'm just too Western
0: possibly maybe i'm too western like listen i don't (laughs) i settle in i'm not like i'm some fucking film scholar here i settle into these sometimes and go like okay this is just a thing to watch yeah like when i go to like the fucking ago to check out an art out check out an art exhibit i'm like cool this stuff just looks nice yeah i don't know i'm not really thinking a lot about the larger concerns or the intentions of the artist or anything else like i watched this and when i realized we were not getting a narrative story i went oh Okay, this is just pretty to look at.
1: I guess it's just, I'm frustrated because it could have been incredible. Like, my name? Incredible. Your name. Your name? Incredible.
0: <laughs> Kimi no Nawa. Um,
1: and that had, a, there was a thing there. There was, you know.
0: There was, side, yeah, we went on a, a little s- side quest there. Psychobilly freakouts and Shinto rituals and things like that. And- but
1: still, there was a story arc. It went like this. So, that's my
0: arc. Had I watched the movie before giving it to Caitlin, I might not have. Mm -hmm. But here we are. Here we are. Yield a good discussion. Yep. (laughs) Listeners, check it out for yourselves. Let us know what you thought of it. It's on your Netflix. Cheap as free, or the $9 that someone else is paying for your account. Or that. But if you're Caitlyn McKinnon... Yeah. Jesus. pointing. I'm, ge- I'm getting I'm, you're pointed just getting at, She's getting the most. point. I'm going to be like, remember my rule.
1: Yeah. I already know what I'm giving it. What are you giving it? It's a seven. All right. It's a beautiful... I was like, if you give this there, a four... It is, it is beautiful. Like, really beautiful. And really well done. And the scenes with her sister and um the the turning scenes into like pictures um, and vice versa and the magical realism and the spirits and all of that stuff. Amazing. Even just like them going to the festival, which was tons of fun. Mm. Like I just, um, I just wanted a story so badly with like an, an arc, just a little bit of an arc. Wanted there to be a lesson at the end like you know sometimes you need to have a plant for a year and then get a pet for a year and after those two years if they both survive then you can hey man but
0: Gerhard's plant died because you can't plan these things man life doesn't work on plans life doesn't have arcs man they just like fucking sometimes life just is
1: don't be anybody else's quotation because you're poetry (laughs) like you know what (laughs)
0: I'm taking such a weed head approach to this and I've never smoked weed in my life.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was a seven because you should definitely go watch it because it's amazing.
0: Listen, but we, don't
1: expect a story. We
0: say this all the time, but I am legitimately interested. Listeners, if you made it this far in the show, you've heard this discussion. Please go watch Miss Hokusai. Again, it's like 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's not super long. It's not no. one of these like two hour anime movies. No, Go check it out. Peep that on your Netflix. Hit us back. I'll Are you just... cool with the episodic type of storytelling?
1: I just want a building want an scrollmon. Can I get a building scrollmon, please?
0: What about... uh, I can't remember any other novel German name novel types.
1: Just a little building scrollmon. Just a little one.
0: Caitlin wants some coming of age. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, we got another one of these to do right now. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this one up. Friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you,
1: oh, I'm Caitlin. Getting, I'm getting looked at, not pointed at this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody didn't like getting pointed at.
1: It's very close to my face.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining me on the episode. As said at the top, you can get at us on any of the ways we mentioned earlier Twitter, get Twitter. at Geek Down Pod, Instagram, at Geek Down Pod. email us, geekdownpod at gmail.com, or the dusty, echoey sounds of everybody wants to rule the world by tears for fears. Fill your ears.
1: There are old people there with coffee. <laughs> The old mall you're watching, of social media. you're watching
0: the mall walkers make their way through at 5 a.m. They get there so early. They do. Uh, they
1: got to get there before the crowds.
0: Limber up the joints. If you want to limber up the joints of your social media presence, <laughs> head on over to our Facebook group.
1: Which is at www.facebook.com. Dot dot
0: forward slash.
1: Geek Down pod.
0: Tell us anything that's on your mind there. Friends, thank you so much for joining us, as you do every week. It truly means the world to us. My name's Jordan Ferguson.
1: My name's Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gesser, and we will see you next week.
0: Assholes. Assholes. Fuck your bikes.